What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 59th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton. With me is Ram. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning, afternoon, time zone, wherever you are. Yeah, it seems like we have a lot of people like in our community who are just like spread out. Oh yeah, no, we've got people all the way in East Asia. We got some people in Europe. That's we got a we got a pretty good diverse crowd, I think. Yeah. How are you? How have you been? I saw you are now playing Street Fighter Six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I went and traded in a bunch of stuff, so I was able to get Street Fighter Six for like ten dollars. Nice. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's all I did all day yesterday. <laughs> um and it's it, it's it's really really good i've been having a great time they got a new world adventure mode uh that you go on like these quests and you learn from all the different characters the new graphics look amazing it, it's just a really good time that's awesome so you're enjoying it at least oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great return to form and no nah, it's it, it's it's everything that i've wanted since uh, i didn't really care for street fighter 5 a whole lot mm-hmm. um i liked four that i didn't care much for five but six is six is solid just all the way through as far as what I can tell right now. So when was like five released? Cause it obviously they're not doing like one every year. No, 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 no. Oh, well, you know, Capcom does this thing where they release a game and then it was, Oh, well here's street fighter five. Then here's street fighter five arcade edition. Here's street fighter five arcade new challengers. Here's street fighter five championship edition. So they release a mm. game and then they had these DLCs where they add more characters and stages and things where they add on and add on and add on. It's like they did. They've been doing this since forever. Right. Um, but yeah, but I mean, the original Street Fighter V came out in 2016. So you got to think that was several years ago. Oh, yeah. Oof. And they just constantly just been updating it and patching it and adding new things to it. So no, it's it's been kind of wild, but it's a normal Capcom thing. They always do this mess. Yeah, I, I've... I've don't really follow a whole lot of capcom so that's why i was wondering but i was like wait six doesn't really seem like all that long for as long as like i've known uh, like i've known that street fighter has existed but that makes sense that like they do like different reiterations of of like the main like title so oh yeah yeah for sure but uh if if you ever want to get into capcom stuff man now's the time uh with all the resident evil remakes they've been doing uh, the latest Devil May Cries, things like that. Capcom has really been hitting its stride here lately, and it's great to see. Yeah, I ha- I think I think the only Capcom game that I've actually had, and I think I played it for like an hour, maybe two, was Resident Evil Six. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't know if you've played that one. Oh, wow, what was it? Was it Biohazard? Yeah, Biohazard. Yeah, this Resident Evil Biohazard. Yeah. Yeah, no, like it. It took me about mm, everybody loved that game. That's all I heard. Oh, you need to play this. You need to play this. I'm like, all right, you know, I never played like a Resident Evil game. Like, whatever, I'll just play it. Mm-hmm. Nope, like a big <laughs> nope for me. An hour and a half in, I'm like, hell no. I like half an hour in, I'm like walking. This isn't spoiler, but like walking through the woods in the beginning of that title, I was like, nope, hell no. This is already giving me like vibes that I don't like. No, and then I got inside the house, and I was just like, Mm-mm. "Yeah, it only gets nope. worse, man." Um, oh man, no. Anyway, no, I actually had a good time with that one when I first started off, and I was like, I was fine with it. I was like, oh, "Okay, it's a Resident Evil, a little more, you know, toned down, a little more horror survival now." And I was fine. And then at the time, I had a PlayStation VR, 
I was like, oh, well, there's a VR mode for it. Huh. And I'll tell you what, man, when you get the, uh, the 3D of the controls and you get that headset on and then you're first person you're inside the house and it's got like, yeah, that kind of like boxed in vision around you. I got about 15 minutes of that and said, yeah, no, that's enough. <laughs> it was I, rough. Okay. So like kind of poor segue, but I want to just say it now. Cause if I don't, I'll probably forget. Um, but recently I did hit Twitch affiliate on Twitch. So you did. Um, I saw that man. Big congrats on that. I'm super, I'm super hyped about that. Thank you. And I, I knew I wanted like going into it. I knew that I wanted to do like a like a celebratory stream for it and do something different. Like we always play either like Genshin or we always do like Honkai Star Rail. Mm-hmm. So I want to do something different or, or not. So anyway, so we're doing like a vote. I'll have to do like the post either today or tomorrow, which I guess like tomorrow would be when this episode drops. So, so sometime Monday when this episode comes out, there should be a post in our Discord. Um and you guys can vote out of like three things that we're going to possibly do. I'm just letting you guys choose like out of my three options. So number one is a free to play Genshin speed run to see how far I can get. Like the goal is to basically speed run the game as fast as I can um, with the limited number of resources that I have and try to get as far as I can in the story and potentially like catch up, which I don't like, know. Like like from how, the beginning? Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and that's like number one. Number two was like a more like community esque like stream where we did like a bunch of free to play games that were like multi platform where everybody can join in no matter like what you're playing on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like uh, like Among Us is probably like one of the bigger ones. Yeah, that is um, like the game. Yeah, or like Fall Guys. I don't know how many other ones that there are, but I'm sure we could like figure it out. But anyway, so that was the other one. And then the third one, um, I literally have in like the. Like, I have a test channel that nobody can see in the Discord where I just, like, mock up, like, posts so I don't, like, butcher them and then have to, like, revoke them and, like, re-edit them. <laughs> okay. Um, and the no- other one is Torture Me, and that is literally I will play, like, I'm not trying to drop, like, $70 on a game that, like, I'm probably going to hate, but I will, like, stream for quite a bit and try to beat a game or, like, play a game that is horror related um like play any scary game or horror related game um and i will play it like in the dark while i stream it and you'll probably hear me scream like a little baby um yes i also in that post said i may be able to get a vr headset which i don't know if i'll be able to do it with like a gaming laptop and streaming like Mm -hmm. i don't know if the computer will be able to handle that but i do have biohazard and i never finished it because it scared the crap out of me so that's an option or i have phasmophobia which i know is in vr and that game scares the living crap out of me (laughs) so that's one of the options and that's that was my segue basically um and my wife is like oh yeah that's a really good idea you should do that one i'm like i like don't want that to be chosen so bad because i'm it's gonna kill me i mean watching people freak out in a horror i mean you gotta think that's how like a lot of the original content creators got their start like markiplier and pewdiepie and all of them all got their big kicks like doing these survival horror games and freaking out and playing through that so no that's actually I, interesting because i never knew that yeah so I, I am totally down for uh for you know t- torturing you in that regard thanks for that i'm here for you buddy <laughs> Okay, if you guys want to, you guys can check us out on Twitter, at HoyoCast. 
Um, pretty much posting over there every day. I'm still retweeting as much as I can those commemorative posts to see if I can win something. But I'm, I'm just, oh, oops, maybe next time. Like, and then I just want to punch my screen. The only reason I do those, I actually had a friend won the Amazon gift card off of one of those once. Oh. And he couldn't believe he did. He won like a $40 Amazon gift card. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, all I ever win is a chance to try again tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I see like sometimes they even have like a $75 just like a gift card. Yeah, yeah, that's what he got. It was just a $40 Amazon gift card. That's all it was. It wasn't even Genshin related. It was like, here's 40 bucks for Amazon. Wow. Yeah. I bet it was digital, too. It was like a digital gift card that you could just, like, spend immediately. Oh, yeah, 100%. We're also on Discord, discord.me forward slash the residents. Our community is there. It is a great time over there. Um, lots of friendly people joining, finally. So, like, a big, like, influx of people again. So, oh, Dude, it's been popping off here. It's been great. It's great. I love it. I love people finding the show. I love them finding our content and liking it and joining the community. It's great. And we haven't had – I don't think we've had a single toxic member yet. Which is just, it's just awesome. I just love having people come here and everybody's just positive and supporting. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just been really, really good. Yeah, we have differing opinions sometimes, but we don't chew each other's heads off. So that's good. Yeah, just just always remember that Decim is always wrong. Uh-huh, and, yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Yutsu is uh, usually always right. Yep, Flame and is a genius. Flame is the genius, yep. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. We don't have a review reading for this week. There is still one that we have to do, but all three of us need to be here for it because to get the full effect and experience of this review, I feel like we wouldn't be doing the reviewer justice if we didn't do it yet, and I know they know who they are. Um, We're 100% going to make up for the missed review readings with this one. Yes. Um, but if you do want to leave us a review, you can head over to Spotify, which is great. You can leave like any star review but five stars are great or you can do that on spotify or if you want to take a step further you can go onto apple podcast or i think it's itunes if you don't have an apple device um and you can go in there and search up the show and then you can leave a review that way but if you like leave us like a detailed like written review we can read it on the show and if you want to you can leave a character's name in there like if you want ran to do like paimon or Klee or uh Literally uh-huh. anybody else embarrassing, you can do that, and he would love to do that. <laughs> they heard how bad my catching was. Uh, no, I thought I was good. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I know, Ferris does that to me all the time. Uh, but that helps out the show, and hopefully you guys get a kick out of that, because it's, it's fun, but it makes me sweat every single time I do it. And it's like, I don't know why I'm like stressing out about it, because it's just me recording in my wife's closet, and you guys are going to hear it like after the fact. So I don't know, it's just... It's just, just weird. Hey, man, remember, anything that goes on the internet, it's there forever. True. Very true. <laughs> we have a light news week this week, Ran. Not a whole lot going on. Man, I don't that, know. If, that's okay. I don't know if this is because, like, this is, like, kind of like the lull update version 3.7. We kind of knew that, you know, we weren't getting a brand new five star. There wasn't going to be, like, a whole lot of crazy content. Feels like more, like more continuity than anything right like we got um another story quest we actually got two story quests right because we get another one um in like a week or two weeks or something like that yeah um so it seems like we're just getting a little bit of continuity before we're finally getting to step foot into fontaine now we we don't know if we're going there 
like next update. I'm assuming we're not because it's still slated to be a version 3.8, which generally we don't go to a new region until the big point update, which would be 4.0 in this case. And I don't know. You think they'll ever go past like 4.9 or like 3.9? They'll go to like 3.10? Uh, no, because the 3.10, 3.11, I, I don't see anything like that. Uh, I okay. could see them going to 9, but that'd be as far as it. Hmm. What about but... 3.95? Oh, yeah, okay. It's like counting down for like your kid to go like sit and time out, you know, 3, 2. 3 and a quarter. What, 3 and a quarter? 3 and a half? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. No, I think we'll stay with the solid numbers. But like you said, this is uh, kind of like the light update between the two uh, narrative-driven ones. Yeah, I think um, they're like letting people save. They're like, okay, they're gonna want to save up their their prima gems. Here's some well, reruns. You, I mean, you say that, but the reruns are all been strong. Like I said, uh, was it Kazuha's getting ready to drop? And Kazuha's yeah. always going to be a big pull because he's just so busted in like every team comp you can put him in. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to pull for him. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Ooh. Well, you've been saving everything for him, haven't you? No, because, like, every time I stream, people are like, do a poll, and then, like, I'll just spend... I think every time I stream, if I'm over 7,000 Prima Gems, I just start wishing on the weapon banner yeah. until I break 7,000, and then I stop. <laughs> and then I build it up, and then the next time I stream, everybody's like, pull, and then I just do the same thing over again. But I refuse to pull, and, like, I keep... Like, it's easy to convince me to pull, mm-hmm. because I want to pull. Sure. I just I know I can't pull on the character banner because I know that if I ruin my guarantee for a constellation of Yaimiko again or with mm-hmm. Yoi, I'm just I'm gonna be mad. And it doesn't help that the last time I pulled because someone told me to, it was on Yoi's banner, and then I ended up getting her. And then like I'm glad that I have her. It's just it yep. felt worse afterwards because the character that I wanted I never got. And I don't remember who was after Yoimi. I think it was Yelan. Oh. Or something, and I really needed her, and I never got her. Oh, yeah, I felt really bad. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I'm on my guaranteed, and as much as Kazuha is busted for the meta and stuff, I'm I'm just not huge on his character. Yeah, and, and that's the kind of person you are, right? Like it is. you are very into the character's personality and like all that. Yeah, and I am so easily influenced, like. I liked Yoimiya before, but after playing her character chapter and everything in this last update, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I got to throw a temple at her because she's so good. So did you end up getting her? Of course not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I threw a temple. I, I ended up getting a, a You got C. Constellations. Yeah, I got Constellation 2 Tinari because he's the only um, the only character I seem to be able to pull whenever I lose my 50-50 now. He's the only standard banner character, or he's the only uh, 50-50 character. It, oh, my God. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I could take more Dea constellations. I, I love manning my Dea, but I, I would I would kill to have my first Mona. But, oh, that's how I felt, too. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You just got to keep trying. Yeah, but oh. now we're saving for this rumored character, this new cryo character is coming out 3.8, so. Yeah, everybody keeps saying we're getting a new physical DPS, and yeah, we're I'm just very itching excited. to, yep. Okay, Genius Invocation, TCG, Heated Battle Mode, Tactical Formation. Uh, this already dropped, uh, but it's very new. I think it dropped like two days ago as of this podcast episode going live. In this edition of Heated Battle Mode, travelers must use character cards 
selected on the spot, and randomly generated action cards to do battle. Uh, this is going on for, looks like, nine days. Uh, it'll end at 4 a.m. server time on the 12th of June. You need to be adventuring 32 or above. You need to complete the Archon Quest, Prologue Act 3, Song of the Dragon and Freedom, and complete the World Quest Battlefield of Dice, Cats, and Cards, which is the intro quest to the TCG. Um, you can go to the board of the Cat's Tale to, to participate in this. Uh, you can invite teammates or participate in duels via matchmaking after reaching player level 4. Um, and you're going to get some lucky coins, which is the... Uh, coin currency that you can use inside of the cat's tail uh, for the commodities from, oh man, I forget what the name of the cat is on a blank. <laughs> I mean, you're the TCG guy. You got me. This Simon. Simon the cat. Oh, okay. Yep. That's my uh, that's my guess. Simon? Is it Simon? No, it's not Simon. I don't know. He just looks like a Simon. Anyway. So, so you're the TCG <laughs> guy again. Uh, have you had your chance to touch this mode yet? Not this one. I planned on doing it sometime this week because I do like this because you're very limited. Like once you do all the overworld battles, mm-hmm. you're only limited to the four that you can do every week. And oh. the character skins are like 4,000 coins. So every week you're basically guaranteed to get like if you do your four battles and you win – yeah, you get one character skin each week, and now they just dropped like eight characters. It feels like, and now I feel like I'm behind already. You Jeez. know what I mean? So yeah. I always feel like I'm I'm behind on what I could have, and I'm a big collector, so I'm just constantly trying to collect everything that I can, and this is the one that's like eluding me because every time I do my weeklies in the tavern, I get I don't know what is uh, six thousand. So you, you have enough for one character skin and then, like, maybe, like, one or two other skins if they're cheap. But that's it. So oh, now, right. like, when they do this, they had the new event. Um, they just dropped, like, new over- overworld battles. I think I – I don't know where I need to go, but I know they dropped some in Leeway. I did those already. But those are all, like, op- like now they are um, – those are now opportunities for me to farm more coins so I can catch up and get more skins, basically. Are, are you one of those uh, got have, gotta have them all? Collectors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's why it hurts so bad when like I miss out on a character. Not even like missing out on a fifty-fifty, mm-hmm. but usually like when I pull and pull and pull every single pull, and I just don't get the character because I don't get the fifty, like even the chance of a fifty-fifty, like no five star. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Well, well, you tend to have pretty good luck on there, and I've seen you tearing up the TCG as well. So I don't think you're gonna have any issues. Oh, no. Yeah. And then TCG is something that, like, I like to do when I'm just, like, I'm chilling out. I don't want to do anything serious. Um, It's just fun to, like, mess around and watch Deluke do, like, 12 damage to, like, a single card that only has, like, 2 HP left. That's always fun. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> the same thing you do in Honkai. You wait till the last last thing and you burst all your, uh, all oh, your yeah. ults on the last guy. has got, like, one hit point left. I mean, that's not me. That's auto battle mode. That's, like... Auto battle mode has like a, like it looks like a crystal fly and it has like one sliver of HP and it's like, oh, you seal his burst? Hell yeah. 45,000 damage and that thing's like obliterated. Like I literally could have did like a basic attack and it would have been dead. Yeah, greasy spot on the pavement. Yep. (laughs) 
The only other piece of news that we have are Paimon's paintings. This is volume 24. These emojis are now available. What's your favorite emoji from this set? Uh, this is a very TCG-heavy set. Um, I really like the Yoimiya, the good Nara, bad Nara ones with the uh, Aranara mm-hmm. uh, doll that she got. So I yeah, like yeah. those. And uh, I like the, uh, the the little cute Kokomi. Oh, don't go easy on me? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, of course, you know, you got uh, Hu Tao's with, with her sleigh that she did. So that, that's also a very solid one. When she uh, was it in the story event, she, like, rolled, like, all all pyro dice. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I would say those are probably my favorite batch. How about you? Um, I was also going to say the Yoimiya, good Nara, bad Nara, especially the bad Nara, just, like, her side eye mm-hmm. is great. Um. I love that one. I also love the coming one from Kirara, like the cat box, like delivering the oh, parcel. Yeah. That one's great. Um, yeah, those are probably my two favorites. I don't, I'm like, surprisingly, I saw Sino and I was just like, oh, like a Sino emoji. And I, I don't really like it. Yeah, it's artistry. I mean, I, I get yeah. it. It's, it's like, but yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, like, my next favorite one is probably Yaimiko, saying, you look scared, and she has this, like, smug look on her face. Yeah, and then you should get another one of Gora that says, I am scared. Yes. Yep. Just to go with that one. Uh, other than that, that's all we really have for the news. Um, if you guys want to check out the emojis, you can head over to Hoya Lab. Uh, they're over there. I don't know, like, how long it usually takes them to, like, get into the game, though. I'm not sure. I don't even know if these are in the game, honestly. I, I would think so. I haven't seen them yet, so mm. I, they usually take up. They'll probably be introduced in the next update, I guess. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah. But but, but um, I always like seeing these Paimon painting uh, emojis. I always think they're cute and they're fun. Yeah. Uh, other than that, that's all the news that we have, so we'll take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, oh, I forgot to mention, if you didn't do Yoi Mia's story quest, we are going to give our thoughts on that. Um, because it's a really good quest. If you don't want to be spoiled, I'd probably like skip out on the second half of this episode, pause it, come back after you guys have done that. Um, but we are going to be talking about that. Usually I do the spoiler alert like earlier on. Um, but this is your chance. After the music, we're jumping right into it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Let's go. From our break, Ryan, this story quest is probably my favorite story quest. And when I say story quest, I mean like out of like the five-star character story quest that we have to use our little purple keys on. Yeah. This is my favorite one. Like this one, perfect. I would definitely say that the payoff on this one at the end of it is hands down probably the best that we've come across so far. Yeah. I also think that like a lot of them feel pretty slow in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And this one 
it didn't feel slow, and I don't know if that's just because like I really like Yoi Mia's like personality. Well, she's high energy. She's always bubbly and positive and keeps you yeah. going. So she keeps you invested. I also feel like a lot of story quests start off with a problem. And while there is like a slight problem in this one, it's not like thrown in your face like you're trying to take down a criminal organization or like you're trying to like I don't know, ward off a threat. It's just it's it's a very lighthearted and and cute. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good change of pace because, like you said, in a lot of these, like, oh, well, there's a band of ruffians doing this, or there's a Fatui plot that's doing that. Um, so seeing this, it's like when you talk to, it's like I, you know, I have the opportunity to travel and go abroad and see these other things. That's it's just a completely fresh take to where we're just going to go out and do something fun. Yeah, um, and it's also nice to see the story progression to where they actually talk about how. Since the uh, since the decree went down and Inazuma has been opened up for international trade and travel, that people are now coming to Inazuma and people are leaving Inazuma to go see other places. Um, so knowing that the story is progressing that way through this chapter is also a, a nice touch for for the world building itself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is like the second time we've heard about the Sakako decree, like um, being axed, but. I think this is the first time where we really see a character in a story quest go beyond the walls of like their own like original region. I think like the only other one that I can think of is Nahida like goes to the chasm like very briefly, which is like it's 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 like even like borderline, right? Like she like barely goes to Leeway. Uh in in terms of the five-star character chapters, I th- think that you're right but otherwise yeah. I mean but but as far as like in general storm we've had characters traveling all over the oh, place right, right limited time events yes yeah but like when it comes to these story quests that are like more permanent mm-hmm. they feel more concrete to like the game and the story because they're they're always there okay yeah i can see that yeah because it's something I mean, that anybody can experience you know going through the game it's not oh well you missed lisa going to sumeru so that was that Right, or exactly. you missed Windbloom, so you didn't get to see Sino and Tinari in Mondstadt. Correct. Yep. yep. Yeah, exactly that. And I think it it fits, right? Like, Yoimiya's personality is so great. She's so bubbly, so cheery, um, great with kids. And I'm glad that they chose this character out of all of them to, like, go and see another region. Sure. And also, you got to appreciate, like, how her thing was like, oh, I'm excited. I'm getting ready to go on a trip. Um, I'm going to go see all these other places. But when you talk to her, then you find out that when her community found out she was going on a trip and what she was able to do with that um, and how her mission is to go and see uh, the meters and the shooting stars and to take everybody's wishes with her was just is just is really, really good for her because, you know, she's a very selfless person. Mm hmm. And for her to take something was, oh, I was just going to go and experience the world. But now, you know, yeah, I can go and do this as well. And she's ver- she's actually excited for it. Right. How did you feel about, like, lying to her almost? Um, yeah, That was, like, one of the things, like, uh, when you progress to the story and when you unveil the plot of how you're going to try and handle this and you talk to Nahida. And it's either you hit her with, like, you know, a harsh reality 
of that, you know, shooting stars and meteors don't just, you can't just, they don't just show up like, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Um, or in a way that, you know, when he just says, well, you could just, you know, kind of, you know, a white lie or protective fib on it. Like, I, I kind of get it because a lot of this, this character chapter, Shrine Suyima, is very, very focused upon um, a child's innocence and like their dreams and their wishes and their hopes and how things change when you become an adult. That seems like the very big underlying theme mm-hmm. uh, of, of this chapter. And so it's like, you know, when you talk about things like the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus and stuff like that, and they ask you, you know, well, what do you do? You know, do you, do you just hit them with like, oh, well, you know, these things don't exist or that's not how Wait, it works. Wait, hold, hold, hold on. You're telling I, me that that's Sa- you're you're telling me that Santa Claus doesn't exist, Rand. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Ra- Absolutely Ra- Ran. not. No, this is hypothetical speech. Are you Oh, hypo <laughs> Yeah, purely hypothetical. Okay. okay, God. Oh man, you scared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't want to think about that though. No, no. Santa Claus is the true cryo archon, so we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> the tooth fairy is the physical the physical, uh, the physical archon. DPS, yeah. <laughs> uh, just Eula, just Eula. <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, on, but uh, but no, like the uh, when you when you get down to that, it's like you know, do you, do you hit them with reality or do you kind of fib your way around it in a way that you know that that that, that protects and holds on to that for as long mm-hmm. as you can? Um, this was a really good way of going about it. Um, like you said, I didn't really care. I don't, you know, you don't want to lie, but at the same time, you know, you, you do what you do for the right reasons. Yep. And, and it was innocent enough. Oh yeah. And the other thing I think that like, that I loved about it was the fact that, you know, while it would have been awesome and probably pretty epic to see like a meteor shower or like shooting stars, like, and like her first night in Sumeru, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But it's almost like. It's funny that something that could never happen was made possible. And even though it wasn't real, mm-hmm. it still was even better, like an even better experience than like what you would have gotten in reality. Oh, 100%. Um, with the, the whole dream uh, aspect of it, what you're able to do because it was powered, it was pretty much fueled by their wishes and what they wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, because you think, oh well, this is just Nahida and the R and R doing something, but they don't have anything to work on except for the dreams of the people that they're assisting. They're just bringing their dreams to a reality, right? So, with the whole thing with, um, is it Avon or Avon? I can't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. The girl. It's in the Avine. Avine. Okay. Yeah. Um, like her whole thing is, you know, to be able to get out of her chair and to be able to walk, and they, the dreams just give her the ability to make her dream come true. Mm-hmm. And Yoi Mia's whole thing is like, oh, well, you know, my ancestor had got the inspiration for fireworks from seeing these shooting stars and these meteors. And so when you see it, instead of seeing just like, you know, shooting stars and meteors falling from the sky, she has this perception that they resemble fireworks because that's where her ancestor the story she has the inspiration for the her family's fireworks comes from right 
so when it comes to light and you know the capstone of the chapter when you see the animation the way they shoot up from the ground and then when she's in the sky and you see them bursting and exploding the sky that is her perception of what the shooting stars will be and how she envisions and how the dreams and the fruition of of all that she wants to happen is and that's yeah, it's why like it a appears reverse like meteor shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm not sure she says that she's never seen one before. So this is what she has to go on. And, yeah, but, that makes but like, perfect sense. Yeah, but like you said, it's like because it was able to happen in this, in this dream, in this dreamscape as opposed to reality, it was able to be so much more and so yep. much more impactful. And it was just, it was fantastic. Yeah. What was your favorite part, like of that animation? Um, jeez, oh, I would say when she's falling through the sky and you see the meteors streaking across and they start exp- and they start bursting like fireworks. Yes. Um that that was probably my favorite. Um, the second one, the second favorite part, probably being when they initially jump off and you first start seeing the stars just launching up from from below. Yeah, like the all the characters are like on top of a mushroom and like you can't see what's like below them, but then the shooting stars just like fly up out of nowhere. Oh yeah, it's just oh, it's a beautiful. very it's a very magical moment. Yeah, um, I, I second the the Yoimiya falling in the sky. She looks up, and like you see, like you said, the stars are exploding like fireworks. You know that she came for like inspiration but also mm-hmm. to bring these people's wishes from home to Samaru. Yeah. And it's it's always nice when, like, the goal of the trip, and you can, like, basically apply this to, like, every other story quest, but, like, the goal of her trip was to get inspiration for fireworks, mm-hmm. but then everything else that happened to her was just 100% more important to her. Sure. Like, even like making sure Avine was okay, like finding her because she got lost. Um, and it's the goal in the beginning becomes like this almost like like secondary thing, but it's like you can see like the the look on her face is almost like I want to say like like a sigh of relief, but not really relief, but like. Just like, yeah, like, it almost, like, she went with the flow, and it just came to her. Well, that's just like, you know, when you smile at the world, the world smiles back. Um, mm-hmm. But you also have to imagine, you have to remember, like, this is just how Yoimiya has always been. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, ever since we first met her with the, uh, with the Rito, the prison escape, the mm-hmm. entire time she's working to help other people, to do things for others. And... Just every time you see her, she's always very selfless and going out of her way um, to help people that are in need. Um, so even though she was going on this trip, if she can do something to help other people, she will. And the entire thing that she had with Avine was she just saw a little girl that just, you know, needed a little help and a little more positivity and some support. And she jumped. She didn't question it. She didn't say anything. She didn't say, oh, well, I'm on vacation no, she jumped right in, and she just took charge of it, and it it just it worked out great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's just joy me as character, and this this character chapter did such a fantastic job of really just putting putting the limelight on what makes Joy Mia as a person, 
and I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, this story quest, like, it blew every other one out of the wall. Like, this blew every other story quest out of the water. I don't know if that's, like, the right saying. But, like, this story quest top, tops them all, for me yeah. at least. Like, I would say as far as, like, so, like, as the chapter content goes, as far I'm going to say specific, trying to cut out the cinematic and just saying based on story, it, it ranks high. It's not my favorite. But it ranks high just because a lot of it was, I mean, we did start off positive. We go on this trip and you get to experience, you know, you always Mia doing her thing. But it does kind of end up her solving a problem that was not originally akin to her as a character. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it ends up being like a third party problem that we're going off to solve. So while you do get to see Yoi Mia's character really shine and blossom, it didn't do a lot as far as like, it did a little bit for her past. So you, you hear about like, you know, the, the fireworks and her family ancestry and stuff. So it did touch on it a little bit, but it wasn't the focus. And I personally, this is just a personal observation, like to see these char- these chapters give me a history on these characters. Where did they come from? Why did they do what they do? You mm-hmm. know, where are they going with it? Um, So this one ranked, it, it ranked really high. It's probably not my favorite. Um, but I, but just the, the final cinematic, if we can just get more of this in future character chapters, it, they're, they're just going to keep getting better because like, like you say, as far as like just the payoff on this episode, just the capstone, that, that full cinematic at the end just is just absolutely phenomenal compared to anything that we've gotten in the past. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I live to see these cinematics at the end. And when they don't happen, I get really upset. And they totally delivered with this one. Yeah, and that that's what made me, you know, and I hate, I hate to keep harping on it like I did before, but that's what made me very not super enthralled with Baiju's character because he's a five-star character. He's a new five-star character. Um, but his character chapter was nothing to this level. Not even close. Um... And even like like one of my favorite character uh, character chapters uh, was Deus because you got to see her history and her past and her come to terms with her father. The pay you got some really cute cinematics. You got to like see her as a child, and you got a couple like little in game things. Mm-hmm. But but this this was just on an entire an entire new scale. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely need more of this. If I if we can just get especially on more chapters for existing characters or even chapters for new ones, just more of this, please. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Okay. Um yeah. That, that there's not much that there's really not much more to say. I mean the I tried to find some like constructive criticism for it, but honestly I I can't think of a single thing, so uh, the only criticism that I would have um, is when Avine goes missing and you run into her mother and she's like, oh, my child's gone missing. Have you seen her? Like, yes, we've seen her. Oh, can you help me look for her? We're going to scour the city. You're like, yeah, sure. When you go and then you track down Avine, you find her. You, 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 like, you tell her mother, oh, yeah, we'll find her and then we'll bring her back to you. And you, you don't do that. Oh, true. Yeah. Which, that was my <laughs> only thing. I was like, you found this little girl in her wheelchair. What are we going to do? Well, let's go talk to the plant people. 
it's like her mother is still scouring the city and looking for her lost disabled child. Please take yeah, her back to her family. I do, <laughs> I do remember, like, at the end, they were like, oh, yeah, we should bring Aveen back to her mom. And then they do. Yeah. <laughs> imagine like you know her mom is just like it's getting later and later and you know it's like and Naveen's having this wonderful you know experience that's helping her grow as a little girl and come to terms with what's happening and stuff but at mm. the same time her mother's like probably like you know you know tearing her hair out scouring through all of Samaria City looking for her <laughs> yeah I didn't even think of that so yeah that, that's my only that was my only critique as far as like this goes um Oh, oh, one thing. Did you? How did you think about as far as Yoi Mia being able to see the Aranara? I mean, it fits, right? Like the Aranara really only show up for children, and then mm-hmm. when they grow up, they kind of disappear. Um, and then they forget about the Aranara. Um, listen, you couldn't choose a better character to that isn't a, a child to be able to see the Aranara. Like, oh yeah, Yoi Mia is a child at heart. Um, she loves children, loves to keep their imaginations run rampant and keep their um, their dreams alive. And if the R&R were going to show up for anybody who wasn't a child, it it should have been Yoimiya and it was here. So I, I, I loved it. Okay, yeah, 1,000. Yeah, you pretty much said everything I was going to say. So 1,000%. Uh, absolutely prime character to pick for, for something like this. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, so any, uh, to our listeners, man, if uh, if you have not done the Yoimiya character chapter, um, get to it. Uh, it is one hundred percent worth it. It, it mm-hmm. is it is so good. Oh yeah. All right. Question of the week. Gotta skip wish of the week again. I'm sorry. I I don't know. Like I know people love wish of the week, um, especially when we do something crazy, which we did like not that long ago. Um, but again, still saving for Kazuha for me. I don't know. I'm I'm sure you spent pretty much everything you had to for on Yoi's banner. And now you're saving up for you're waiting for Yula's rerun. Yeah, I didn't spend everything uh, on Yoi's banner. I said after playing her character chapter, it, it hit on such a great emotional level that I did throw a ten pull at her. Um, and again, I didn't throw everything at her, but that ten pull did did trash my 50 50 for another tinari who is the rombo user um mm-hmm. i think aside from my guaranteed i've gotten him the last like yeah three times yep yeah he's like my gene for you um yeah but man i just want my if i, I if i got a chi chi i still don't have a chi chi if i got a single chi chi I, I would be happy oh, man um, Many and, people wish they had your problem yeah but i don't have a chi chi and i don't have a mona so i mean but uh, for which I say, why well, don't throw a single at the wish? We'll throw it at the standard banner. Just I think that'll put me on right, you know fifty-five pity. That's fine. You do that. Um, I'll boot up real quick. I'll throw. I'll throw one, maybe two, at the weapon. I I don't know what my pity is. I'm pretty sure I'm at like forty pity. So we're getting kind of right, close. Let's see what happens on the standard banner. Let's go. One. And anything special? Oh, hey, check that out. A magic guide. All right. Oh, that's what you wanted. It, it, it 100% is what I wanted. <laughs> Ugh. How has oh, your did... luck been with, like, standard banner? Uh, hot garbage. Okay. Absolutely hot garbage. You were going to ask a question. Uh, did you ever go and get your your black iron sword or dark iron sword or thing that I told you about? 
not yet, but it's on my Genshin to-do list. Yeah, so literally you just go to the Liyue, the Dark Iron Sword. Yeah, go to Liyue at the waypoint next to the Alchemy Bench. And he's the food vendor on your right. And just talk to him. And he just gives you one. Sweet. Um, I hope yeah. I didn't talk to him and like fodder it. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Is I guess like a lot of people did or just don't know it exists because it's just a three star. But it's the only one in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are some NPCs that, that there's like three or four NPCs that have them. They wear them on their back. But you can only just get this one. And it's it's not great. It's an Elemental Mastery 3-star. Um, but it looks amazing. That's actually very interesting. I think I would probably throw it on a character that EM would be appreciated by them. And mm-hmm. just keep it for aesthetic reasons. Yeah, because I mean, it's... I can't see myself ever using it. Because um, mm-hmm. it's just EM and then whenever you cause a Elemental Reaction... Um, with swirl um then you get an attack percentage boost but that's really it but i just got it just because one you know it's in the game it's super rare and again it looks great it's like black and it's got like this gold centerpiece i wonder if that'd be good uh, for kazua with em plus it's he's like buffing when you swirl uh hmm. yeah that's what it says it says uh so it's an elemental ele- elemental mastery and then it's overloaded upon causing an overloaded superconduct electrocharged quicken aggravate hyperplume or electroinfused swirl attack is increased by 20%. Mm. And interesting. Yeah, the only problem that this sword really has is that you can't refine it because there are no, there aren't any more of them. Yeah, that does suck. So, yeah, definitely just for collector's purposes, but if you get it, make sure you lock it down so you don't ac- you don't accidentally use it for fodder. Yep. All right. I have three, like, intertwined fates from the shop reset. We're going to throw these at the weapon banner. Okay. Oh, all right. I forgot about intertwined fates. Let's buy them. So I got uh, Blood-Tainted Greatsword, a Debate Club. Mm. <laughs> I still think that's a great name. Ooh, I got a four-star. Okay. Uh, this is my third flute while pulling for this, so. Ugh. Yeah. I did get a Layla, though, from the standard banner, and that was great, because that was uh, C2 for me. Yeah, C2. So I appreciated that. C2. Oh, Layla? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I need her, and I need Faruzan C6. That is, like, my goal, other than Kazuha. I, like, hope that both Faruzan and Layla are both on that banner. That would be sweet. Yeah, I actually just started building up my Layla to try and get ready for uh, for an eventual Eula rerun, so I've been trying to work on her and Mika. Because mm, um, yep, I also yep. hear that Layla's got like the second best shield in the game or something crazy like that. Yep. Yeah, second best shield in the game. And she has really good like personal damage. Mm-hmm. Like where like you like if you were to compare Diona to Layla. Yeah. Like Diona heals a little bit, and then the trade off is if you use Layla, you don't get healing, but you get a better shield and damage, and I think that's like a way better trade off, so well, if you're going to run, like I said, I'm trying to use it for a Eula comp. Uh, doesn't Mika also heal? And he's like a big, he's like pretty much made for Eula as a physical DPS buff, isn't he? I'm not sure. I'm not a huge Mika fan, so I haven't built him or even looked at his kit. Gotcha. Okay, I had no idea how to build a, a cryo team, so you know, we're, we're going to kind of learn this as we go. Cool. Uh, question of the week. This week's question is by Decim. 
in our Discord, uh, question of the week channel in our Discord. Question is, as of right now for Honkai Star Rail, which characters from Genshin would you think would be better suited in Honkai Star Rail than their current game and vice versa with Star Rail characters into Genshin? Hmm. So, I mean, the obvious answer is just Fischl, right? Because she's already been in regular Honkai Impact 3rd. True, yeah. So we're just going to have her just... Basically, she's going to read another one of her fantasy books and just be projected into uh, into Honkai Star Rail as well. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, that, that seems to make the most sense to me. Yep. Um, I mean, you're the Honkai guy. Who do you see from Star Rail coming into Genshin? Because I haven't made it very terribly far. My my The extents of my Star Rail experience was I just ran into... um, Is it Seelie? Seelie? Yeah, Seelie. Yeah, I just ran into her for the first time, and that's as far as I made it in the story. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. Other than that, I've been watching your streams and keeping it up that way. Got it. All right, so um, my vote for From Star Rail to Genshin would be Welt. Uh, Welt is a character that was in Honkai Impact 3rd, if I, if I you know, am remembering correctly. Uh, and he has... He was in that game. He's also in Star Rail. I think I'm not really sure on specifics because I I didn't really get too far in, in Honkai Impact Third. I I want I want to, but I just it's really hard for me to get into and stick to. Um, but I'm pretty sure there are some story bits about him, like leaving the world in Honkai Impact Third, or or in Star Rail. It talks about like a past him or or something along those lines where. They kind of make note of him going from world to world somewhere. And like I said, I don't remember which game it is that actually makes those, um, you know, those comments. But yeah. um, if it was to be one person, I think it would be well. I think, you know, well, coming to Genshin would be great. I just don't know, like, what they would do as far as, like, an element because he's an imaginary element. Um, his, like, animation... And, like, weapon, like, he has a cane that he uses, like, a walking stick almost uh, for a weapon um, that does something similar to the Wanderer where it, like, makes, like, a black hole, but it's actually, like, a black hole and not, like, a animo swirl black hole. Okay. So I just don't know, like, how he would be brought into it. Like, probably just oh, give man. him a sword for a weapon and then, like, hide it like they do for Kirara. I don't know, man. Um, I'm looking at, this dude's got big time Fatui drip on him, though. I'm looking at his artwork. Welt, he, yeah. Oh boy, do with the glasses and the suit and and the, and the black like staff cane thing. True. I, I've got big child vibes, kind of looking at him just as far as like a physical look. Mm. Um, with that dark energy coming off his uh, off his staff. Oh yeah, big time Fatui, big Fatui vibes. So yeah, yeah he's I, uh, he's got that abyss. He's got that abyss mage energy going on. I guess like. I guess for me, he'd probably just be like our first. I don't think we have a four-star animo sword user, do we? Uh, no. We just we addressed this question last week. Yeah. I I don't I don't know what he would be, but anyway, well, well is my pick for from Star Rail to Genshin. Okay. What about you for Genshin to Star Rail? Or you said official kind of so as as jokingly, um, I would say if I, looking at characters, I looked at the roster. I kind of went through before the episode to try and get an idea of who I thought would kind of fit. 
mm-hmm. and I don't know much about the character, but I've seen them in play based on your stream on Twitch. And aesthetically, I see was it is it Jing Wong? The, uh, the, the dude with the giant lion. Oh, okay, yeah, Sino's voice actor. Yeah, yeah. that's Jing Yuan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He uh yeah, he, he I could see him being a little UA character big time. He and he just looks badass. Yeah, he I think like the Zianjo Lofu, which is the area that he's from, is very um Chinese like has that Chinese architecture, like the Chinese style, and it's very driven like through that um, that particular style, and that's obviously what you know. Liwei is very traditional Chinese, and um, so yeah, definitely can see that happening for sure. Yeah, so he, he definitely he's got that kind of like you know romance of the three kingdoms kind of vibe thing going on with him, and, and I'm here for it. So I could definitely see him being thrown into Genshin. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um. As far as like from Genshin to Honkai, again purely on aesthetics and stuff, uh, Al Haytham, hands down. Yeah, uh, he would be a good fit, I think. Yeah, dude, you wouldn't even have to change anything, man. He's got like the whole like the black and the neon green and the little futuristic looking headset thing on his head, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just just copy paste and you're good. Yeah, I think that that actually would be like pretty good, honestly. Um. So for me, from from Genshin to Star Rail, this one's tougher. <laughs> um, hmm. well, that's why I went on that one first. Man, I got the easy pick out of the way. Yeah, I gotta look at like a team or um like a character list. Hmm, I'm just gonna pick Aloy. Well, I mean that one does kind of make sense, but no. Um, I mean it's kind of hard because this is like a high, more of a high fantasy game, and then you know, Honkai is more like the sci-fi future tech kind of going on. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say I probably could see Yaimiko. They've already shown like, well, she's in Honkai Third, or her equivalent is. Right, yeah, and I guess maybe that's a cop out, but um, I could see Yamiko being in Star Rail. I don't know, like again, not too sure what they would do with her kit, but just like based on aesthetic, I think that they could do it. Probably leaning again into that Shianjo Lofu slash traditional Chinese style, um, even though I know she's from Inazuma, which is more uh, Japan. It's like Edo period, right? Inazuma. Yeah. Um, and I know it's, in, it's inspired off that a little bit more, but um. They have different races on the Zianjo Lofu. Um, you have girls with big fluffy tails. I think that they could easily do that with Yaimiko, given that she's uh, um, a Guji. So uh, that's probably my pick. I don't. I don't know. It's tough, man. It's, what it's about, really tough. What about Klee? Actually, I could the, see Klee having like bombs and stuff. Like I can see yeah. Klee's play style more in Star Rail than I can her aesthetic. Okay. Okay. I, I was just looking at like, like her hat and like her big like bag and everything. I was like, you know what? Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I could see that for sure. I could also see Child too. Like. Yeah. The way he switches from the sword and bow. Oh, with and his skill. And when he goes into his uh, his harbinger form. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh? you could definitely see that as being like his ultimate attack and just Yeah, as like yeah. a villain, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be sick. Or just do what he does in Genshin, where he starts off the villain and then becomes an ally. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, we haven't really... Uh, well, we, we've kind of had that a little bit, but I don't want to spoil you. Um, but yeah. A little yeah. bit we got that, but... I'll, I'll eventually start diving harder into Honkai. It's just right now I'm bouncing out uh, Nikkei and Genshin, and I just got Street Fighter, so uh, it's, it's, it's on the list. I respect that. Take so. your time playing <laughs> playing other games. Genshin is a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Oh no, I've still got three uh, character hangouts. I got Farazan, Layla, and now uh, shoot, Kave. Kave. There we go. Yeah, Kave. I still yeah. got their hangouts to do, which I need to do. I hear they're really good. Yeah, Kave is probably my favorite one. Okay. We have our Patreon shout-out. We have Muffy, Bustin, Nyanko, Flame, DJ, Aegis, Supi, Neku, Ran, Penguin, Raichiha, Insomnia, and Sam. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you for all that you do monetarily. Um, and honestly, everybody for just listening and leaving a review for the podcast is great. Or joining the Discord. Whatever it is, like, every little bit helps. Like, even if you haven't left a review... Or you're just starting to listen to the show now, or you just joined the community, and now you're just kind of like contributing by talking and discussing things that we talk about inside the Discord. All that's great, and it's seriously greatly appreciated. Oh, yeah. We love the interaction. Heck, yeah. Ran, maybe next week we'll have our other co-host. Well, you know, he's got some things going on in real life. He's got a bunch of other shows and stuff he's working on, too. Pharaoh stays really busy. Um, He does. But yeah, no, we'll we'll get him back on here. We're, we're when he comes back, we're we'll hit it hard, and he's gonna knock it out of the park. I just know he is. Heck yeah. Other than that, I think next week we have Kazuwa, or the probably the episode's gonna drop a little bit before Kazuwa comes out. I'm not really sure how that's gonna line up. Um, but next week we'll have a new story quest drop. I think I'm not sure. Probably some new events from the second. Uh, second phase i want to say or maybe we have one more event that's coming out before phase two happens i'm not sure it's probably going to be a little slow we also um, got to touch on the the actual the event story from this patch that's true we'll probably do that next week which um i'm sure pharaoh probably needs a little bit more time to catch up anyway so yeah um we'll talk about the tcg event story um and give our thoughts on that but other than that i hope you all have a good week and add Astra Abyssos. Add Astra Abyssos.